This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. <clears throat> if you haven't followed my show on Instagram, Twitter, podcast app, if you're listening on a podcast app, make sure to subscribe to my show on YouTube. Subscribe to my show. If you're on Instagram or Twitter, make sure to follow me there. I'm always promoting my episodes so you'll know what's going on. If you follow me on your podcast app, you'll also get the episodes just downloaded into your phone every day when I air them. On Instagram, I am at Strict Anonymous. Same thing on, on Twitter, at Strict Anonymous. Now, if you want to be on the show, this is the Strictly Anonymous podcast. It's called that because everybody remains anonymous on my show because I change everybody's names as well as everybody's voices. So if you want to come on and talk about your naughty secret life while remaining anonymous, you could be on the show. Either send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be in the show or go to Instagram or Twitter, DM me there at strict anonymous or you could call my confessions hotline. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. It's really for confessions, but sometimes people leave a confession and I'll be like, oh, do you want to come on the show? <laughs> if I think that it sounds like it could, you know, take up a whole hour. So you could do that as well. If you want to talk to me on the DL because you have something that you want to talk to someone about, but you know, and but you can and you want to remain anonymous, but you don't want it to air on my show, I offer that as well. I do 45 minute calls or $100. People typically use that option because they want advice on something that they can't really talk to someone else about. So I love doing those calls because I love analyzing people's problems and helping them. So if you want to do that, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. All of the information on how to get in touch with me is in the description. Now today I have on Mike, this is Mike's part one. Okay, I'm going to air his part two on Fetish Fridays because he has a whole other thing that we didn't even get to on this podcast because there was so much other stuff to get to on this one. On this one, we focus on all the guy on guy action that Mike has had since the get go, as well as him and his wife's relationship, like we got to, to that more towards the end. And it turned out that at some point, him and his wife opened things up. They started swinging. That whole story is fascinating because it definitely broke them up. And when you hear about the experience she had that broke them up, it's just a crazy story. It happens towards the end. In the beginning, we start off with his first couple of experiences with guy on guy action 
weren't really consensual. It was when he was very young. Those are interesting stories. Definitely he was wired a certain way and then got married really young and kept on seeing guys throughout his marriage. And he got really hardcore hardcore into it. And he talks about how that happened, you know, how he started just hooking up with friends and then he started going to those video places, bookstores, whatever you want to call them, uh, and going into the private rooms, getting into glory holes, all that kind of stuff. Then he started doing the whole cruising thing and rest stops. He tells a lot of stories about that, which is really interesting. You know, people are hooking up in different ways at rest stops. And he talks about that and all the married men he hooked up with. He's definitely a beta He's a bottom. He talks about, you know, when he had those first experiences and then he got into going to bathhouses and he really loves going to bathhouses. He talks all about that. And then he gets into the fact that he's had a lot of gangbangs at bathhouses. I mean, this guy just keeps throwing stuff out there, you know, and I'm like, well, you've had a gangbangs. Yeah, gangbangs with like four guys, you know, and then that's like after that and all the bathhouse action that he really loves. Uh, And this is all going down while he's with his wife. Eventually him and his wife, this is when we get to that, that he had like, they went through a a tough, rough patch and they decided, oh, let's fix our rough patch by becoming swingers. that's what they did and it didn't end well I mean they did swing for a couple of years he talks about that and then he talks about this one scenario that was very interesting with the BBC guy and uh what went down uh why it broke them up and then he talks about his own BBC experience we end with that and then like I said he's going to come back on with his part two because he has a whole other thing to talk about which is fascinating You're going to want to hear that episode after you listen to this episode, Uh, but they both will be standalone episodes. You don't need to hear that uh, to enjoy this episode. This episode is a full story. There's like 10,000 stories within this episode. And then the thing that he comes on and talks about is going to be a whole hour episode that, like I said, you will probably want to listen to after you listen to all of this. So I am going to be right back on with Mike. This is the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Uh, hi, Mike. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Good. So, Mike, you live like a secret life. You're secretly bisexual, hooking up with dudes. Are you in a... <laughs> I think you said you did it behind a wife's back. Are you married now? Or are you, like, are you with someone now? You were married, right? before i was how old are you i was married i'm not now 48 okay cool so now but you've been you were seeing guys behind your wife's back and this is like something that you've been doing like when did that whole thing when did you hooking up with guys start well (laughs) it started it started the the very first time was with my best friend and uh we were probably 12. I've heard those kinds of stories. Yeah. Okay, tell me the story. We got to, you know, start there. So, this was, we lived two houses apart, and uh, he was my best friend. And we were always together, so we would, we would sleep over each other's house all the time, and uh, I, I never had had any kind of, any kind of sexual experience with anybody whatsoever in my life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
so he had slept over my house one night and I woke up at whatever time and he was, he was touching me and, and uh, uh, I didn't move. I was so freaked out and I was terrified. Yeah. <laughs> so I pretended to be asleep and I, he did it for however long and uh, eventually he just stopped and, and that was the end of it. And so the the next day came, I never, I never spoke about it. He didn't say anything. Nobody said anything. And we just went on with life as we normally did. And um, so a couple of weeks later, he was over my house again. And it was nighttime. We were in my room hanging out. And just, just out of the blue, he starts like wrestling with me. And I, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and uh, next thing I know, he's sitting on my legs and he's trying to unbutton my pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I'm like, I, honestly, I, in my head, I'm like, I was getting excited, but at the same time, I'm like, this is fucked up. Like, what's going on? Yeah, for sure. And uh, I, yeah, and I, so I was half-heartedly resistant, but. At the same time, at the same time, I was scared again, like really scared, and uh, I just let it kind of happen. I I can't even explain to you the mind the mindset at that moment. Mm-hmm. Because it was so, I, there were so many different things going on, is what you're saying. So many right? things going on. Yeah, I knew I liked girls, but at the same time, I was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. But were you horrified at all too, like because he was kind of forcing it on you, or no? It was. It was definitely. It started out as very, very non-consensual. Right. Like he. It was. He. It was definitely non-consensual. Yeah. So, like, does what happens right after in that scenario? Do you remember? Like, do you guys talk? And I mean, what were you pissed off? You know, I was definitely even to this day. I've always, I'm pretty much a beta kind of male. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he was the alpha to my beta. So after this happened, this was the second time when I kind of allowed it to go that far. And then we were twelve. So and then after that, this carried on numerous, new, many times mm-hmm. until we were like probably fourteen years old. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like uh, the third time I eventually ended up blowing him and I said, I don't want to do it. And uh, he said, come on, come on, just do it. And and I did it. And uh, I think from that point on, I was all in. So it went on till we were probably 14 years old. What stopped at 14? I moved away. I moved a couple of towns away then we weren't around each other anymore so now my mind is all over the place like i i'm super attracted to girls but then you know we go to like gym class and it's it's mandatory showers and everything after gym class you had to shower and it was not stalls it was one big shower and i i distinctly can remember like being in the shower and looking at all my friends and I was like going out of my mind. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you like deck. So I ended up, I, yeah, I ended up hooking, hooking up with one more 
one more friend at around 15 and a few times, you know, carried on with him, similar experiences. Did and, he, uh, like, force himself on you in that sense, or did you bring it up? I mean, how do you wind up at 15 with another guy friend? So he would he would hang out over my house sometimes, We'd be alone, and I don't I don't remember if I initiated it or him, but somehow you know we ended up like touching each other, and he he started like jerking me off, and then I would jerk him off, and you know next thing you know we're blowing each other, and and that it was just always oral with him, just just blowjobs back and forth. You had that scenario at 15. When do you start really seeking this out? And when do you, and how old are you when you get married? Did you get married super young and continue on with all this stuff? I know I asked like five questions in one. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I lost uh, my virginity at, I was close to 17 probably uh-huh. my, with a girl. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was great and I loved it and uh, I continued on. And I dated several women, and I met the woman that I would marry probably around 20, and I was married by 21. And I don't know why I did that. I shouldn't have, but I did. Everyone did back in those days. <laughs> yeah, right? well. 20 that's years what ago happened. still? I yeah, know. I think my mother told me, don't do it. Don't do it. And I wouldn't listen, and I did it. Yeah, she's a smart bitch, your mom. That's funny. Uh, So now you're 21, you get married. I would assume that when you have that first girlfriend and you realize you're into girls, it must be somewhat of a relief to you because before that, were you a little bit like, what, what am I? What do I like? Like, you know, because, and I think, because I think the thought that, oh my God, I might be gay is is scary because of the way society looks at it and all that stuff that I think that if you're like, oh, I like girls, there might be some sort of relief like, oh, okay, I could have like this normal life and live and be open and I don't have to go to that place where I would have to come out of the closet, blah, blah, blah. Right. It was, and that was, to me, that was, that thought was terrifying because, right. you know, I I could never, ever, embrace that at that age and you know i remember hanging out with all of my friends like in my late teens and all of that and you know i remember i distinctly remember like there were guys around that you knew were gay like there was no question you know what i mean and i can remember my friends bullying them and calling them all the typical names you know meanwhile that, you're all that, blowing that each said. other it's so fucking hypocritical <laughs> I am, and I'm hanging out. These are my friends. That's I'm what like, I mean. The same I friends that you're out. banging at home. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would be with them mm-hmm. and guilty by association, but I would never actually, you know, say those things yeah. to them. Like, I would laugh and, and try and join in, but at the same time, I'm like, fuck, this is, this is fucked up. <laughs> yes. Please. Ridiculous. It, it was, but mm-hmm. I, I buried it for the longest time. OMG, yes, short for Oh My God, yes, is a website 
dedicated to women's sexual health and pleasure. And the good news is it is not just for women, okay? It's great for men and couples as well. OMGS is full of detailed science-based advice regarding female pleasure. And you get it all in up close and personal videos. Everything from how to start and enhance your sexual pleasure as well as go way beyond it. Want to know how to edge out and have multiple orgasms, there are tons of tips on OMG Yes. I use OMG Yes. I love it. I think what they're doing is great and you need to go check it out. I know you're going to love it too. So go now to omgs.com slash strictly non for a special discount. That's omgyes.com slash strictly anon. That's omgs.com slash strictly or non, or just go to the description and click on the link to get your discount now. Yeah. Yeah, of course, because it's easier to do that. So now you're happy. You're like going to get in a relationship. You get married super young. Now, when do you start seeing guys behind her back? Well, the the thing that happened with that is, so we're together and 21 probably, so... It was probably it was years. It was I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would look at I'd look at porn, mm-hmm. like shit like that. I I had movies like hidden where she couldn't find them because she did not get into that at that time. She didn't dig it at all. Yeah. And uh, so I would I would watch porn and stuff. And she she caught me one time. I'm I was watching whatever porn I was watching. I think it was straight porn. But so I'm watching this porn. I was jerking off and she caught me and uh, we had a huge fight. Like she was so pissed. Right. (laughs) And uh, I was like, fuck. So I heard about these, uh, these video stores and I'm like, all right, what's that about? (laughs) And uh, so I, I end up going to one of these places and they have all the magazines and DVDs and uh you know the sex toys and stuff and then there's a there's in the back of the store there's a doorway and it says arcade and um so i asked the guy i said what's the arcade and he says oh you can go back there and and watch the movies or preview a movie before you buy it and i'm like really and so naturally i have to see it (laughs) of course (laughs) yeah so i go back there and there are all these booths and uh, you you go inside the booth and shut the door and you can watch the movie. And uh, there's like a frosted glass on the wall that separates the two. Mm-hmm. And there's a button in there and it says glass. So I, I press the button and the glass goes clear and you can see into the other booth if somebody is in it. And oh, really? I've never heard well. of that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. And uh, so you can press the button. If you both press the button, the glass goes clear. Right. So now you can watch. So I I, the, I remember the first time I did it, I, I pressed the button and the glass went clear and there was a guy in there jerking off. So I, I stopped it right away. I, I said, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. And I didn't do any more. So now I start going back to this place once or twice a week. And uh, 
I'm pressing the button, I'm starting to watch, and then I start jerking off and watching, you know, we're watching watching other guys jerk off while I'm jerking off. And uh, that's how it started. And the next thing I know, I'm in another arcade, and I go into the booths, and there's holes, the glory holes. Right. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> how is that? That's how it started. Now is this the plate like now this is the this is the first time was this the first time you're cheating on your wife you know how do you feel that first time because you haven't well, you hadn't done that in a long time right a long long time and mm-hmm. the first I can remember the first time just watching and jerking off in front of another guy with the glass I, I felt really fucked up doing it like yeah it, it was really it was turn I was turned on it was hot and I was I I came I. I definitely enjoyed it, but at the same time, I I went home that night and I was like, "What the fuck did I do?" And uh, you know, but I I didn't stop. You couldn't stop, probably. I couldn't stop. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stop. I had a compulsion to. I had to do it. It's like opening up Pandora's box. I mean, because this was something that you were into. You knew that you were when you were younger. You put it on the shelf. You thought, "Okay, I'll go be." You know, like the girl thing was working for you. It was. Mm-hmm. And I think I think I buried it so far in the back of my mind that, you know what I mean? It was it was kind of gone, but it was there, but it wasn't there. For how long are you married for? And do you go and do this stuff behind your back the whole time? Uh, I, we married at 21 and I started probably you know, a few years into the marriage and uh, I did it basically the whole time, yeah. Right. Did you ever get caught? No. Okay. (laughs) I never got caught. And now was it, did you keep it always to that, you know, the the video place and the glory holes and that stuff or did you ever start to go online and hook up with guys outside of that video store? I didn't. I didn't do the online thing, but I I started with I didn't hook up with guys from online, but I did start going online and reading different things and researching different things. And I had heard about like I had never really known about cruising and you know uh, like guys guys who get into like a lot of the stuff I'm into. A lot of times they'll go to like rest areas and go into the Yeah, pool. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big thing. And that's 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 a whole other story, but Oh no, we're going to get uh, to that. <laughs> well, I, that's how I started to learn. And I stuck to the video booths and the glory holes and I did that for a long time and uh, I learned about these other things. So now I get you know, I'm learning about cruising and I hear about the rest area thing. And so now I start, you know, I'm I'm out and on my way home or whatever it may be. And it's dark, I start checking out different rest stops. And uh, sure enough, there's one that was actually on my way home. And I started pulling in there at night and just watching what was going on. And I could see guys going in and out, you know, like between the, the woods and I don't know exactly what they're doing. I don't know if they're going to take a leak. I don't know if they're going in there 
hooking up. I assume it's probably both maybe, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So, so I get a little braver as time goes on and I start walking, you know, walking in the rest area. And I look, I glance in the car at the cars as I walk by and I start to see that there's guys in the cars jerking off. And I'm like, okay, what's that about? And eventually, you know, I, I see guys, they like signal you to come on, mm-hmm. like what's up. And, uh, you know, I started hooking up with guys like that in the car and, uh, so they you just know, call you into I, the car, not even into the woods. There's the, the stuff is going down in the woods different too. Well, I started by going in the cars. I was yeah. a little scared to go into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping you eventually do. I'm hoping you eventually do, so you can tell us what's going down in there. <laughs> well, yeah. So eventually, I make I start going into the woods. Okay. And. There's guys, you know, in the woods, I, I see guys jerking off. I see guys blowing guys, and I'm like, oh, my God. And uh, I started participating in that, and uh, I started blowing guys. And I can tell you, not all, but a lot, I saw a lot of wedding rings. A lot of what? Wedding rings. like a Oh, lot of yeah, bands. for sure, of course. Listen, gay so, men don't have to like, hide oh, out in the fucking woods to get blowjobs, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I'm they like, probably okay, so, go too, but, you know, I think it's a lot of the yeah. times it's people like you on the DL having to do those, you know, go to those kinds of places to hook up. Yeah. I think you're right because I can tell you I saw many, many wedding bands. Yeah, of and, course. And uh, I'm like, I'm I'm not the only one. <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, so now I'm blowing down. And uh, it's in the woods. Guys are going in and out. And, you know, I had never, it had always been like I'd hook up with a guy and I I was always the submissive guy, like always the one on my knees. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, it would, sometimes it would be mutual, but a lot of times I, it would just be me. And so now I'm in the woods doing this, you know, blowing guys in the woods and, Guys are coming in and out. Next thing you know, I'm blowing two guys at the same time. Wow. <laughs> and uh, it just starts to escalate from there. And I, at the, uh, up until that point, I had never bottomed. I had never been a bottom. Yeah, I, I was going to say, right. I thought I was, but I never uh-huh. did. Uh-huh. And I go into the woods one night, and there's a guy, and I'm I'm blowing him. I was like standing up, but I bent over and I'm blowing him. He had a pretty big dick and I'm, I was super turned on and he spun me around and bent me over and I'm like, Oh my God. And he started trying to put his dick inside of me. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, and it hurt. It, it definitely hurt. And, uh, he kept at it for a while and I eventually, I was literally grabbing my ankles, and that's how I lost my virginity to a guy. In the woods? In the woods, in a rest area. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was crazy. Like, I, I was so out of my mind at that point. I couldn't think straight. Like, I didn't use protection. Like, he fucked me raw. Yeah. 
and I was like, he came inside of me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, I thought about it after. I'm like, what the fuck did you do? Yeah, I can imagine. And, I mean, when you're that ride home, talk about a walk of shame, a ride of shame. <laughs> a ride of shame, like so many thoughts going through my mind. Like, yeah. I just let this guy talk to me. He, he had no condom on. Like, I don't know this guy from a hole in the wall. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what if I catch something? Like, wh- oh, my God. Like, all these things are going through my mind. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I'm like, I, I got... I'm I'm trying to get trying to get home and I got I'm leaking like I got cum leaking out of me. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my god! Uh, it, it was just crazy. And uh, but yeah, I was I was definitely hooked. And then, so you would go back and get bottom there. I mean, how many years did you do the whole rest stop thing? Did you stay to that one rest stop, and would you see the same guys there? I never saw the same guys that I can remember. Yeah. And I did, I stuck to that one for quite a while. Uh-huh. And then I tried a couple of other different ones too. But, uh, and I kept doing that for a long time and it, weather permitting. And then I started, uh, you know, I discovered the bathhouse thing uh-huh. and, uh, I started exploring that, which, which was a whole nother scene because now it's, a. Uh, it's a safer environment per se. The bathhouses, really? Yeah, like it's you know what I mean. Like everybody. No, I don't know what you mean. Them. Why is it so? Why do you feel like it's safer? Because you're inside. It's a public place. It's run by people. That kind of a thing. It's not like you know. A... It's a bat. They're basically bathhouses for gay guys. But a yeah. lot of I think a lot of a lot of bi and straight guys go to them. Uh-huh. Well, quote unquote straight guys. Yeah. That's a, that's like a whole thing too. Like I, I, I've given head to guys before, and they tell me, "Well, I, I don't, I'm not into dudes. I'm straight." But at the same time, I'm I'm sucking your cock, and you're telling me you're straight. Oh, like, I hear that all the time. Straight. Yeah. No, I did have a guy on my on my podcast talk about the fact that yeah, no, they can be straight, but just be you want to suck a dick every now and then. But I don't want to get into that right now. Let's keep talking about you. <laughs> so you would meet a lot of guys there and like would you know, you're you're more I would assume in a bathhouse, like you said, because it's more safe. I don't know, it's like a controlled environment that you would have more time to rap to people and talk to them than when you're just like at a rest stop in and out. Exactly. Want to start your New Year's off right with some really hot stories? Then go sign up for Dipsy. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories. No matter what you're into or what floats your boat, Dipsy has something for you. Whether you're into straight stories or queer stories or threesomes and moresome stories, you're going to find it on Dipsy. They have hundreds of stories to choose from. And they release new content every week, so there's always something more to explore. They also have sleep stories, wellness sessions, and written stories, as well as my favorite feature, the jump to the action button. So if you want to get right to it because you're super horny and you don't have that much time, there's a button you could press that's going to take you right to where the action starts. So what are you waiting for? Go get Dipsy now. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day 
free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash strictly anon. Dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. Or just go to the description and click on the link to hear hot stories now. And and it's a, it's definitely a controlled environment. Yeah. And it's acceptable. That's what goes on in the bathhouses. Like everybody's in towels. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I mean, there's, there's, sh- there's showers, there's a, a sauna, there's steam, and then there's all of these, like there's these open public, like open public areas with, with gay porn on. And, uh, and then there are all these little private rooms. You can get a little private room and it's got a little twin bed. And, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a closed off room with the door uh-huh. and you can go in there and do do your thing or you can do things out in the public, which was my thing. That kind of became my thing. Oh, you were into people like, watching you. I started getting into that because it was a pretty, it wasn't a huge place, but it was pretty big. And like, so there were all these hallways that would connect the different, the different areas of, of this bathhouse and guys would like, there was one particular hallway. It was kind of a little dimly lit, but guys would stand against the wall mm-hmm. and they'd just be jerking off. And that, that was, that's like the signal, like, come on. What? Right. So, so they're just jerking stro- off, waiting for someone to come over and take over. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So I started doing that. Like I started strolling that way. Yeah. And I would, I would, I would stop blowing guys right there. Wow. And yeah. And it just turned into a whole thing, like with multiple guys, like I would be, there were times where I would have five guys around me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'd be on my, on my knees sucking off five guys. Wow. <clears throat> you are the beta. I mean, you must have loved that as a beta. The... I love, I love it. Yeah, it's yeah, my yeah. thing. Like I, I love servicing guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. Like it's so crazy to me. And I don't present as a beta in my everyday life. I don't. Yeah, but I don't. You think though? I do think sometimes like early experiences can wire you a certain way. And you did have. That I mean, you said you were a beta anyway, and you, you, you know, your little alpha friend when you were young. Really, you know, your first couple experiences were that kind of dynamic. So that might have something to they do were. with it. I don't know. I, you know, I'm a non-professional. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think it kind of helped shape me into the person I became. Yeah, or why are you into that kind of scenario? Because that's I think those early on sexual experiences are very supercharged you know your first orgasm your first couple hookups those they're very powerful they definitely were for me yeah for sure you, you know yeah and then yeah. i got into that whole thing like like now that that's my thing like i still go you do you know i still go to the to the bathhouse occasionally i i'll go to the glorios but the bathhouse i really like and uh like i've i've Got gang bangs. <laughs> I've been gang banged. Tell me like, about that. Oh my goodness! Of... I think maybe the title is going to be Mike has been, you know, gang banged by a bunch of guys. <laughs> How many guys? I've had, 
I've had four at once. Okay. And all you're bottoming yeah. to them or blowing them or all of the above? All, all of the above. All of the above. Right. Like, I, the first the first time I did that was three guys. And uh, so I'm in the bathhouse. And, and like I said, there's private rooms. A lot of guys leave the door open. Yeah. So I go by this one room and the door's open. And I look and there's two guys in there. And they invite me in. So I come in. And, you know, we start touching and this and that and the other thing. And the next thing you know, I'm blowing one of them. The other one, one of them, the other one is blowing me. And uh, it turns into a thing. Now I'm sucking both their dicks after a few minutes. And the door is open. Another guy comes in. And all three of them ended up fucking me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm sucking one. I'm jerking a guy off. Uh, the other guy's fucking me. It was, you know what I mean? And I, I, it just, wow. <laughs> right. For you, you and loved I've it. Done that. I loved it. Yeah. And I've done it. I've done it with as many as four guys. And yeah. <laughs> at once? I mean, do you go to, do you, are you a, a, a regular at like a specific bathhouses or are there are lots of different ones that you go to? I mean, do people know like, oh, here comes Mike, you know, we could all well, fuck I'm him a re- tonight. I'm a regular at one of them. Mm-hmm. And there's another one that I go to occasionally. Right. That has a, uh, I like to go to it because they have, they have a specific night once a month where it's, it's cross dresser tranny night. Oh, and what do you like about that? Uh, I'm I'm into transsexuals. I, I definitely am into them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been known to wear panties myself on occasion. Okay, well, that's a little beta <laughs> of you. The beta in you, I could, I would, I would think that goes together. <laughs> that can be, go together. Yeah, I, I have I have several pairs. <laughs> several pairs. <laughs> So funny. Okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I don't think I want to be a, a dresser per se, but I do like to wear them. Mm-hmm. I would never fully dress, I don't think, but I definitely can do panties and pantyhose and stockings and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's and, interesting, uh, though, yeah. that at the bathhouse they have that night. So it's like it's a specific night where people could come cross-dressed or trans women show up and... Is that what's going down there that night? It's, I mean, it's more of a cross-dresser than actual transsexuals. Cross-dressers are fine. I'm more attracted to, to the transsexual. Because you know, the they look like more, they're, they're more, they look like women more, right? They look like women. A lot of them have, you know, tits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm into that. Like, I, I definitely weigh into that. But they're I, hard. They're hard to find. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to go online and hire one. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Now, did you ever see anybody that you know at these bathhouses that you've been to? I've never seen anybody I've known at a bathhouse. No. Right. Never. Interesting. And and that, that that I don't even know how I would react to that. Like I, I've always. I've always made a point of like I I never would want to involve any aspect of that part of my life with anybody that I know. Right, it's very secret. I mean, it's your secret life. You have it 
tucked away someplace else. I mean, it's not, you know, your two worlds don't collide. You don't want them to. I don't want them to collide. And I don't think, I just don't think it would be good. Yeah. It's not something that I I would embrace publicly. Right. It's what you do. It's your private own, it's your business. It's your own private business. Kind of, sort of. It's that kind of thing. Like, and I'm not, obviously I'm not like, I'm not a prude. And, and eventually, you know, my, my wife and I, you know, we, we hit a bad spell there where things were pretty, pretty bad. Wait, are you still and with your wife? I'm still with my wife. Oh, I thought you were in for some reason. Oh, my Not goodness. now. Today, I'm not. Yeah, but you're at not. At point, I was. Oh, okay, okay. When you're doing all these gangbangs, everything. Going to bathhouses, you're still everything. with your wife. Okay. I'm still with my wife. Yeah, and, so. And, and, you know, in the interest of being honest, like, I when I, when I bought them, I, I'm pretty much always with a condom. I don't do it yeah. raw. I, there's been times, I'm not going to lie, there have been times, but I, I typically would do it safe. Mm-hmm. But like blowing guys, like I never use condoms when I'm blowing a guy or if I'm getting blown, I never use condoms. Well, you were just and, saying uh, that, oh, when my wife, you know, we hit a rough patch. What were you going to say about we, that? Because... You know, I, I have all of this going on and I have all these feelings and all these crazy desires. And, uh, you know, eventually we started talking about maybe going to swing parties. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, she she was kind of not into it. And we were going through this rough patch. I said, well, why don't we try it? Maybe that will, you know, maybe that will spark things up a little bit and. And this and that. And uh, we eventually, you know, I got her a lap dance at, at the strip club one night and she kind of dug it or whatever. And we started going to the strip, to the swing clubs. And, uh, you know, it, 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 that's, was, that was the beginning of the end for us. Yeah, I was going to say it's world. never something that's going to repair a broken marriage. <laughs> it's going to just be me. Be, be no. End. Yeah. I mean, when you said, oh, maybe let's do this to spark things up a bit, that would be the worst thing to do. And it it turned out to be the worst thing. I mean, depending on how you want to look at it, I mean, it led to our demise. I mean, you know what I mean? But at at the same time... You were on the road there anyway. (laughs) I think we were definitely on the road there because it just wasn't going that, that, that well. But we did that and stayed together for, you know, a few more years like that. And I I used to get off on seeing her with, with women and other men. Mm-hmm. You know, but she, we always kept it kind of, we didn't get too crazy in the beginning. And we just kind of were more voyeurs than anything. And then it started like, you know, soft swapping with other couples. And, uh... You know, eventually it led to, like, full swap kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she started fucking other guys, and I would watch. And uh, I, I used to dig it, but I think she was digging it a lot more than I was. Oh, and did that, it was that the, what, how, I mean, how did it lead to your demise? Did she wind up hooking up with some other guy that you had swapped with or something? I mean, how did it end things for you? Well, we had kind of had rules i guess you could call them yeah like 
when we would go into these things and you know it would never be anything nothing would happen unless we were both there and on board and uh that's the way it was and there would be no kissing like that was one of the things we had like no kissing guys no kissing women for me she could kiss girls but she wasn't supposed to kiss guys you know mm-hmm. what i mean and you weren't hooking up with guys in front of her or anything like that no never mm-hmm. okay never <laughs> and uh so we had gone to a party one night and uh we were hanging out we were having a drink talking and i started talking to these people that we knew and she was across the room so i see her and she's talking to this guy and he's they're having what appears to be a pleasant conversation. And uh, he was a really big dude and uh, like a big dude, tall, like a big guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he happened to be a black guy. And uh, so time goes by and she comes over to me and she said, I don't even remember his name. He wants to uh, know if we want to, if we want to go upstairs and hang out, meaning this guy. So I looked at her and I said, well, is that what you want to do? And we had never done a, like a threesome with a dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, you know, is that what you, do you want to do that? And she looked at me and she just kind of said, yeah, I, I want to do it. And I said, are you sure? And she said, yeah. I said, all right, let's go. And, uh, you know, we still had these rules in place. So we go and, you know, the three of us go into a room. And, you know, we start fooling around. We all get naked. And he had an enormous dick, like one of the biggest dicks I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So <laughs> we're in the room and uh, she's she's blowing him. She's blowing me. We're going back and forth. And she gets, you know, she ends up on her back and I, I go down on her and I'm eating her. I'm eating her out and she's sucking his cock. And it was hot. Like, it was a good time. I was having a great time. And we start switching off. And the next thing I know, I I look up and they're kissing. And I'm like, okay. Like, that's not supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. And um, we're in the moment. Like, I'm like, all right, we'll deal with this later. Let's just see where this goes. You know, and uh, I'm... I'm up on my knees by her head. She's on her back at this point, and he starts going down on her, and she's blowing me. And, you know, he starts moving up, and he's grinding on her. So I back off a little bit, and eventually he's he's in her, and he starts to fuck her. And I'm like, okay, no condom. That was another rule. He'd never condom on. And, you know, he was, it was only supposed to be with condoms and he starts fucking her and they, it was beyond fucking. It was making love. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that's what it looked like to me. Like yeah. she had totally forgot about me. I, it was almost like I wasn't even in the room. Okay. Like the, they were having passionate sex. Like. But she had just met him. And just, and she had just met him. Okay. And, and like he he's they're going at it like they're making out he's he's balls deep in her mm-hmm. and she's making sounds like I 
I've never heard her make music before, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's, he's fucking her and fucking her well. <laughs> it's the only way I can put it to you. Yeah. And she ends up, like, the bed is soaked. She had never squirted. She squirted all over the place. And uh, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I swear to God. And, uh, like, you know, I, when it comes to women, like, I'm, I'm fucking or whatever, like, I can go for, I don't know, 10, 12 minutes maybe, and I'm, I'm fucking coming. Mm-hmm. I, you know, unless I stop. And, and he was just, like, fucking banging her. It went on forever. Right. Like all different positions and it was like a live movie. That's what it was like. Mm-hmm. And uh he came inside her, it was a whole fucking scene. All the rules were broken. And, and and I'm mad, but in the back of my mind I'm like, Well who the fuck am I to to criticize him? And uh it it finally ends and we're all kind of sitting there just reflecting, I guess, or whatever for a moment. And I'm like, okay, I, I got to go to the bathroom, and I leave the room. And I go, and I, I go use the bathroom. I wash up a little bit, and I come back in the room, and they're going at it again. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, and at this point, I'm like, okay, what do I do? I, I didn't know how to how to react to this, like, it was so, too good. I mean, I mean she was I, into it too much. It was making you jealous. She you, was into yeah. She was into it too much. Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, I mean, they're, they're 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 right in front of me. They're fucking again, and I mean, they know I'm in the room. She she continued to do it, and they just went on about it, and they finished, and you know what I mean. So now the the night comes to an end, and it's time to go home. And uh, she knows that she knows that I'm not happy. And uh, we walk all the way to the car. Like nothing is said. We're not talking. We get in the car, and uh, um, I, I just look and I go, "What? What the fuck is that? Like, what just happened?" And she said, "I don't know." And I'm like, "You don't know? Like, what does that mean? You don't know?" And uh, she said, you know, I've never experienced anything like that before. And I said, well, what are you telling me? And she's like, I want to do it again. <laughs> and I'm like, what, what, what are you telling me? And she's like, I don't even remember what his name was. Yeah. But uh, she, tell, she then proceeds to tell me that while I'm in the bathroom, Oh my goodness! She he, got his number. He gave her his number, uh-huh. and he asked her if they could hook up, you know, on their own. And um, she ends up telling me this, and I'm like, "Well, what did you say?" She she took the number and she said that she didn't answer him either way. Okay. And so I'm like, "Well, why didn't you tell him no?" And she's like, well, I don't know that I want to say no. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, no. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. 
Oy. And I'm like, why would why why would you say that? And she's like, I want to do it again. She said, I I loved it. She said, I've never had sex like that in my life. Oy. And I'm I'm like, uh, what am I supposed to do with that? Yeah. And she goes, she started the whole argument about how it was my idea to stop this, and you know, and this and that and the other thing. And she's like, why should I not? be able to enjoy something like that if I want to. Yeah, it is a hard... I mean, you got to kind of understand her argument. When you open up a Pandora's box like that and you say, hey, go fuck other guys and every other guy, you're enjoying it and she's allowed to and then she meets one guy and he fucks her real good. Like, why can't she have more of that? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I did understand but I didn't like it. Yeah, and I could understand <laughs> you. You know what I mean? I can understand how you feel and why that feels different to you. And therein lies the problem, <laughs> that you're both kind of right, you know? Yeah. But she needs to... So what, what happened, though? Go on, sorry. <laughs> so, needless to say, I, I said, you know, I, I don't want to go to any more parties for a while. I yeah. Said, I think... I think maybe we just need to cool this off for a bit and yeah. and take a step back. And she was kind of like, eh, she wasn't digging it too much and she didn't like the idea. And, you know, we just, from that point on, we would fight over the stupidest shit. Right, because you both had, like, like any, resentment. Any li- yeah. Mm-hmm. Any little thing would cause a major, major blowout. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, wow, what the fuck? And this went on for a few months. And she finally said to me, you know, I want to get with him. Wow. And uh, I'm like, I, I can't sign off on that. I'm like, I, like I, can't, I can't do it. Good for you. And uh, we, yeah. And, you know, we just eventually came to the conclusion that maybe it was time for us to start going our separate ways. And, uh, you know, that's kind of what happened. Do you know if she ever wound up hooking up with that guy again? She did. Oh, really? How did you find she, out? Did she, she tell you or? She she told me. Mm-hmm. She told me and I heard about it because uh, we had been going to the pot, those kind of parties for a while. So you get to know people. It's always a lot oh, of the same right. people. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, you know, I start to hear things because I talk to some people. And, uh, you know, they would go, they would go to some of the parties and, but it eventually fizzled out, I guess. But I can tell you, <laughs> like her and I still talk to this day. Your wife. Do you have and, kids with her? Yeah, we do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, we still talk to this day and we actually, you know, we get along pretty well. That's cool. That's good. It is. It's a, mm-hmm. it's all right. But yeah. she is pretty much exclusively dating black guys now. <laughs> I swear to God, that's <laughs> that, that's a God's honest truth. Like she, yeah, she should thank you for that. She, you turned her on to it. <laughs> yeah, it's like she is. She is all about black guys. <laughs> She got hooked. I mean, I think of some, you know, I mean, you said she squirted for the first time. It was something like major. And she probably just got really into it. That's interesting. It was, it was really interesting. And to me, 
I, all the shit that I had been doing over the years, I, I never did anything with black guys. Mm-hmm. Never. Not even, like, I never, like, I would always go away from that because I wasn't attracted to black guys. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, up, I mean, I, up until probably, I don't know, maybe three months ago, I, I hooked up with a black guy <laughs> my first time. And? And, uh, I, so this was at the bathhouse and I, I, I went there mm-hmm. and it was kind of dead. It was kind of dead that night. And I had just got there. Yeah. And I always have a bag with me that I bring in. So I'm walking in and I got my bag. <laughs> I'm going to my room and I pass him in the hall. He's already in his house. He's been there. And he stopped me and he said, what do you got in that bag? What do you got in that bag? <laughs> uh-huh. So I said, I just have some of my stuff in here. And uh, he's like, oh, what do you got in there? <laughs> so I told him I had all my shit, you know? Yeah. Towels and yeah. bath shoes and lube and <laughs> uh-huh. condoms. And he's like, oh, well, maybe I'll see you later. And uh, I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I go and do my thing for a while. And uh, I'm coming out of my room and he's, walking down the hall in his towel so i stop and he opens up his towel and i mean he had a a huge dick it was really big and i was like wow and uh what are you gonna do with that (laughs) he just told me he was gonna use it on me and i kind of went along with it and yeah how was it it was fucking amazing like i've never been fucked like that in my life <laughs> wow isn't that so interesting now you might uh, now you understand your wife your ex-wife listen <laughs> i'm gonna tell you we we went into my room yeah and uh i don't know about i i couldn't tell you inches yeah it was eight all day if nothing yeah yeah like he was in my throat <laughs> wow <laughs> and uh you know eventually i ended up on my belly, and he started to put it in me, and it, it was fucking big. Mm-hmm. And it took a little bit, and once I got comfortable, and, uh, I mean, he fucking railed me for probably half an hour. Wow. So it is like you yeah. had that same experience like your wife. It was like something like you've that's never what experienced I, that's before. That's all I could think about. Yeah. That's all I could think about while it was happening. <laughs> And, and like, I was like, what the fuck? And, uh, <laughs> like, like I, you know what I mean? Like, pounding. Like, he was, like, you know, slap, skin slapping, banging. Like, yeah, that kind of pounding. For a long time. And, and for a long time. Like, pulling my hair and smacking my ass. And I'm like, oh, my God. And, uh, yeah. And I, I fuck, fuck, yeah so funny that now you could look back and realize what she went through and why she felt that way do you feel like if you could you know and maybe that's why you were so freaked out about it because you had never experienced a black guy and you weren't as into it then you know it wasn't something that was attractive to you because i would think as a guy who was into guys you liked watching your girl with guys it was a, probably a turn on for you too because you were into guys but at that point because you weren't into black guys her with that guy didn't turn you on. Whereas I think a lot of other guys would have loved that scenario. 
But yet, for I, you, it was, it freaked you out. It definitely freaked me out. Mm-hmm. But so many years later, did. you had the same experience. It's awesome. It's hilarious. And then I had the same experience. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I can tell you honestly, in that moment, while that was happening with me, like I, I was completely turned out. I would have done anything he told me to do. <laughs> just like your wife, break all the rules, get the fucking number, end things with your husband just for another fucking night with him. <laughs> yeah. I would have done anything he told me to do. Like, and that oh was my a, God. He was one of those times, like, I, I, no condom again. And one of those, I just, I couldn't stop myself. Like, like your wife, that is, that's like one of the best stories I've ever heard. It's hilarious. I can't believe you waited to the <laughs> end to tell me all that. You're swinging and uh, with your wife and that whole story alone could have been a whole episode, you know, because then it would end with her with the guy, the BBC, and then and then with your BBC. I mean, there's so much to this episode. I love it, you know, from and we started back when yeah, you were just... 15, 14. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's yeah. Like it goes on and on and on. <laughs> yes, I know you are going to have to come back on because there's a whole other thing going on that I don't want to tell people about, but you'll be back on to talk about that. Uh, Cause I feel like if I said it, it would add so much uh, an extra layer that we'd have to talk about for 45 minutes in this, but that will be what's interesting yeah. for your part too. But thank you so much for calling in and sharing all this. Are you currently with quick one last question? Are you currently with anybody? Or are you single? I have a I have a girl that I guess it's kind of like I mean it's kind of like a girlfriend I mean I don't see her all the time I mean uh-huh. but I see her right so you're kind of seeing somebody but you're still seeing the guy thing and you're at the point though now I think you said in the beginning that you might uh, date a guy if the right guy came around you might be open to it I might be open to it I mean and the girl the girl that I see now I mean she doesn't know about the guy stuff yeah but she knows everything about my ex pretty much yeah and you know the the things that we used to do mhm and she's you know alluded to the to the fact that she might be interested in going to some of those kind of parties sometimes oh okay she's, she's never done anything like that mhm and, you know, I struggle with that a little bit because I don't know if I want to go down that road with her. <laughs> and, uh, oh, of course. I, I, yeah. I do, I do, and I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but maybe it's a way for you to bring up, because, like, did you ever think to, you know, moving forward to try to be with a woman that you could be open about you being into guys too. And then you'd have like the best of both worlds. You'd be able to be really who you are. You'd be in a relationship with a woman. If you're, if she's open and you're down to, you know, swinging and stuff like that, she would allow you to be with guys too. I, I honestly, I would love that. Yeah. But I don't know how to bring it. I don't know how to broach that subject. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's hard for Without. sure, but I think it's easier to do that with somebody new. I so if you're still just and and I think it would be easier if you do open up to going to parties or swinging with couples or something, and you know, you could maybe then start talking about that. But yeah, that's hard to put stuff like that on the table. But like I said, I think that maybe 
you know, live the next half of your life being more open instead of having to do all that stuff on the DL would probably be really freeing for you. I think I would like, I think I would like that. I, I definitely think I would. But at the same time, like even my ex has made comments and like she's made comments before, like she'll, she'll ask me if I'm seeing anybody or this, that, and the other thing. And I don't, I don't, tell her like she has no idea about the guy thing and i don't yeah. tell her if i'm seeing a woman or not mm-hmm. why and not and she jokes because i i don't know i just don't even i don't know why i don't want to tell her that to be honest with you i just don't yeah that's ridiculous <laughs> i know i i can't give you an answer well i think it out what do you mean i, I don't understand you won't tell your ex-wife that you're even dating a new girl. Are you still holding on to that past relationship on some level? I mean, we were together for a long time, and, mm-hmm. and I, I, I mean, I always will have feelings for her. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, I don't want to be with her. I know that. Yeah. Okay. But at the same time, I, I still have some, on some level, there's feelings there. I mean, I, I'll, I'll always have them. Right. And uh, I don't know why I, I just. Like she'll ask me, and I'm I'm like, no, no, I'm not dating anybody, no, 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 and I don't know why I don't want to share that with her, but I don't, and uh, I can't give you an honest answer because I really don't know. I just don't want to share that part of my life with her, and every time she asks me, and I tell her no, and it's been a long time we've been apart, and she'll say maybe you're gay. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, because she's like, why haven't you been with a girl since? She's like confused. And it's funny because she doesn't know the real truth, which is all of the above. Like you are fucking not gay, but you are into guys and you are seeing girls and you're not telling her anything. You're still lying to her. Right. Oh, my goodness. And she always says, she says, she says, don't let me find out. Yeah. Yeah. Like doing shit with guys. Like, but she's joking. But I think it, maybe in the back of her head she might think something. I don't know. Yeah, she might you know? not even know and that I she said, what knows. Do you mean? Yeah. Don't, don't let you find out. Yeah. And she said, if I found that out, she said, I'd be pissed. Of course, <laughs> because like, listen, you'd be. She would think you cheated on her the whole time, which you did. Exactly. Yeah. So I you don't want her to ever find out. Thing. Like, I just don't want to tell her anything. Yeah, but if you told her a girl, she'd haul off. She'd stop asking you about the guys. I mean, she's asking you about the guys because you've been apart for so long and you've never, uh, you know, according to her or according to you, what you tell her, you've never been with a girl. So why wouldn't she think that? It doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. And eventually. <laughs> Maybe when you want to, you're going to meet somebody that you want to maybe hang your hat with again, whether it's a man or a woman, and you're going to maybe want to tell her when the time is ready. I don't know what that's about. I can't get into it now, cause, but I wish I could because I do like analyzing things, but I'm going to wrap it up. I love this story. Uh, it'll definitely be up next Wednesday. I'm going to put it up. I have my one for Sun, uh, Monday already, but it's going to be up next Wednesday. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing this. It was so many, like I said, it was so many different layers. I don't even know what I'm going to title it, but it's a good, it's a good story, Mike. Thanks so much for sharing it. Yeah, no, you're welcome. That's my pleasure. 
I enjoy your, uh, your podcast a lot. All right, awesome. And then we're going to do the part two, and people are going to find out about a whole other thing that Mike is into and down with <laughs> a little bit. And it's very interesting. You're going to have to stay tuned for that. We're definitely going to do that one, okay? Yeah, I, I, would, I would be down for that. I think okay. it has a lot to do with why I am the way I am. All right, great. So st- everyone stay tuned for Mike's part two. It's going to air this Friday. You're going to get to find out what else he has up his sleeve. It's very or down his <laughs> pants. It's very interesting. And we're going to talk about it. So I'll talk to you soon, Mike. Thank you. Thanks for calling. All in. right. Bye. You take care. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.